0: At the end of November 2022 the business world and the tech world has been changed forever. With the release of ChatGPT by OpenAI, a conversational interface that for the first time made viable really a chatbot that could answer to any question, what we can call a general-purpose chatbot, it was clear that after 25 years the whole Google business model could be threatened for the first time. Now, of course, we had various stages of the development of the Internet where Google faces uh, and faced various threats over the years. Like when, of course, social networks came to the scene stealing a good chunk of attention, yet it was never threatened the printing machine or Google, the advertising machine. However, now, with this new interface of ChatGPT, the threat is serious for a couple of reasons, as we'll see. And actually, it's quite interesting because there was an article released by the New York Times that pointed out that right now there is a code read within the company which, which was summoned by Sander Pichai, the CEO of Google, which actually created a special, a special unit within Google to actually look into the threat of ChatGPT. Indeed, there are two considerations right now when it comes to the threat of ChatGPT versus Google. The first one is about AI-generated content. With ChatGPT able to generate a lot of content, especially when it comes to informational kind of content, there is really the risk that many, many people on the web might start using that content, publish it on the web, and therefore expanding widely the number of pages available on the web which are AI generated. In other words, to generate the equivalent of the billions of pages of, we, of the web that we have today, which were human generated, compared to AI generated, it may take probably you know a couple of years, let's say, who knows. So the threat is real because if you are Google and your business is about giving relevant content back to users on which you can sell advertising, if you get really spammed with AI-generated content, what happens is that there might be a lot of misinformation at scale. Indeed, as we saw, one of the key drawbacks of ChatGPT is the fact that the model itself has a lot of overconfidence or, you know, it doesn't uh, really have an option for which is not going to answer to a specific questions uh, in you know unless there are like very few cases in which is not going to be give an answer like when it's going to tell you for now that the model cannot access the web in all the other cases when you ask something to chat GPT the conversational interface is going to give you an answer making it sound as it is factually correct when in reality it might be not so this is one of the key Uh, elements and drawbacks and so the issue is if all this content gets published on the web, if you are Google, how do you make sure to respond? Now there are two ways in which actually Google can respond to this threat. The first one is about actually reducing drastically the size of the index by looking more and more at websites that have a certain history especially when it comes to authority and the kind of content that has been generated in the past. So there the assumption is if the content has been generated in the past in a relevant way it might be that this website is not going to be investing in AI-generated content thus risking everything that has been built so far. Actually there have been already a set of few updates released by Google related to what the company has called uh, helpful content, meaning that kind of content which has specific uh, features. And this is critical because shrinking the size of the index of Google in a web where right now we have billions of pages is critical to avoid negative network effects, meaning it's critical to avoid that Google collapses due to a rising amount of AI content, which works as uh, sort of spamming the search engine at scale. Let's remember that, you know, for most of the history of the company, the main challenge was on the one side to scale the index of Google while ranking content and on the other side, prevent spam at scale. Now the challenge is another one, is how do you actually reduce the size of the index and still make the ranking relevant so to avoid that AI-generated content is going to take over the current uh, Internet. And that's a huge, huge challenge. So the first challenge that ChatGPT is posing toward Google, paradoxically, is actually a challenge about negative network effects, meaning that ChatGPT has the ability to generate so much AI content and scale, and also the endpoint of OpenAI Open related to GPT-3 can generate so much content, which seems human-generated at scale, that it can really pollute the whole web and the whole Google index. The second element is actually more about the positive side, meaning that when you look at ChatGPT, in reality, you understand that the conversational interface is able to give a huge amount of answer to any sort of uh, question that you have on many, many topics. Now, of course, there are two things here to take into account when it comes to ChatGPT. One thing is scale, meaning that, of course, ChatGPT right now is relevant because it's working on uh, probably a few millions of users' uh, user base. And that's one thing compared to serving billions of users across the world. Not just on desktop but also on mobile so that's the first aspect the second aspect is about a business model meaning google has been able to scale its infrastructure by serving more and more queries and thus lowering the cost of serving each query by actually servicing and actually subsidizing the value of the query with the advertising model so Google has been able to create over the years an ecosystem made of developers, content creators and businesses on the other side, which is really a solid ecosystem that right now has made Google into a trillion dollar company. So those two things are not uh, really uh, easy to understand how they will change over time and how they will evolve. So what kind of uh, or scale ChatGPT gpt is going to be able to ach- achieve in the short term and second what kind of business model is going to be adopting of course for one thing as we we'll see openai as a licensing deal with microsoft so one assumption is that Microsoft might be ramping up its operations, especially when it comes to search engines or other products, which is something that they're already doing, for instance, with the co-pilot of GitHub. So Microsoft might be leveraging on this partnership to actually displace um, partially through direct competition Google in the market. Now, when we ask the question, what can be disrupted right now by ChatGPT? When you start using it, you understand that it has the potential to already do many of the things that Google is doing right now. On a classical sense, even though very simplified picture, when we look at Google, usually we try to break down the kind of keywords that Google serves to users in three main categories. In informational, navigational, and transaction. So let's say that ChatGPT right now is primarily able to take over Google when it comes to informational queries. First of all, this is a huge deal because actually Google's main business model is still based a lot on informational queries. So if you look at Google's business model over the years, it tried to steal a lot of market shares from other companies like Amazon, which have a lot of transactional queries within their journey where users go in and directly ask for products to buy. However, a core tenet of Google business model is still the informational side, the informational keywords, meaning, if you are a user and you ask something like why, what, or how to through Google, what happens is that you're going to find a lot of answers on many, many topics. And the interesting thing, of course, is that that right now you can go on ChatGPT and get the same kind of answers. Also on long tail keywords where many say that Google is not able to serve relevant results right now. So this is a key point and we're going to see what is going to happen. It's very important to stress out right now that again, ChatGPT. Might be biased of overconfidence, meaning that you may get a result on a long tail informational query, which might be factually wrong, even though ChatGPT is gonna tell it with a confidence that that is right. But then we can argue that the same issue you also get it on Google, where on the other side you might have you know the person writing the content or a content farm, who is publishing the content that doesn't have any experience or authority. On the topic and so it's going to give you uh, an answer that seems factual when in reality is not so this is an argument another core argument to understand is that one thing is the desktop internet another thing is the mobile internet i think this is a key distinction that many are not able to realize right now it is true that google when it comes to the desktop internet meaning all people that from their pc or mac are are browsing the web a different kind of experience still based in most cases on the 10 blue links meaning that you search for something and google is going to give you an answer based on a few pages that rank in the first page that you're going to be finding relevant and then of course you have a plethora of pages where you can go through to find what you're looking for but when you go on mobile you realize that Google has already transitioned toward a discovery engine, where in most cases you get direct answers, you get content pushed through you uh, based on the interest that you have. There are a lot of things that, for instance, you can do on the Google mobile app, like, you know, searching with images or like using Google Lens with the e-commerce experience, which is absolutely game-changing. And, with a completely different experience where you can start populating your interests on the mobile app and Google is going to be pushing you things that it thinks are relevant. And plus, there are many other vertical apps like Google News or Google Discover and all those apps that really, again, they work as discovery engine rather than search engines. So this is another consideration to take into account. So right now, the key point is, of course, ChatGPT is posing a key threat to Google. I think right now on the negative side, meaning that Google has to know how to face the massive wave of AI-generated content that is about to populate the web. And then on the other side, and on the positive side, of course, ChatGPT is a, an incredible product, which has, of course, biases, but is still an incredible product, which already as of today has the ability to, do, to actually unbundle the informational part of Google, which, let's remember, is a key tenet of Google business model. Of course, again, here, the matter is, will OpenAI be able to scale ChatGPT? But in reality, we know that it doesn't have to in the short term because, again, by simply having its API released on the market, it can make money by having other people generating applications and then over time by understanding what applications work best on the market some of those can be internalized i mean this is the sort of move that we see in other tech giants over the years too so you start first as an open company indeed let's remember that OpenAI was a research lab and then in 2019 it turned into a for-profit organization and then after as you start to scale up the operations you internalize more and more of the tools that users are finding interesting so with this API approach what I'm saying is that actually OpenAI can scale its business model with very low risk by enabling a community of developers on top of it. And my argument is that, that of course, it can turn into a huge marketplace that can be plugged into an interface like augmented reality to actually give us a new business platform that might be taking over the next wave of the internet. So this is an interesting development that all of us in the business tech world need to be very careful about. It's quite interesting, it's quite exciting for some, it feels threatening, threatening for sure. But if you're able to understand the development of this ecosystem right now, you're also going to be able to actually understand how to position your business in this new upcoming wave.